Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good day. 1310 WIBA and Everyday Outdoor Living brought to you by the Bruce Company. If you got a question this morning, give us a call. We'll get you on the air. 321-1310. That's 321-1310. Don't forget, you can learn more about the Bruce Company online. The website, brucecompany.com. That's brucecompany.com on Facebook and social media as the Bruce Company. And of course, you can always stop on in, say hello. They are right at 2830 Parmenter Street in Middleton. Of course, where the Middleton Guard Center is. And joining us this morning from the Bruce Company, the one and only Lisa Briggs. Lisa, how you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing really, really well. And uh, it's nice to talk with you on a Monday morning as I look out the window. Looks like the sun is shining. It's and, a beautiful uh, day. It's yeah. A little cooler. Yeah. Did you get out at all yesterday? Oh. Uh, no. Oh, yesterday. I had a really busy week, so pretty... I mostly just like. <laughs> you put your feet up and. Ah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Cleaned up after the wedding and all that stuff's been taken care yeah. of this week. And so, yeah, so you get a, get a weekend finally to. Ah, so, <laughs> well, yeah. it is. Maybe, a, maybe next weekend. Oh, perfect. And it, it, it's the we, the forecast looks like it's going to be a decent week ahead as well. So I think a lot of folks are going to be spending a lot of time outdoors. Something we haven't touched on, Lisa, is is lawns. And we're kind of mm-hmm. at that. We're in that time of, of, of summer and in the, in the months where, you know, we're more than happy. Halfway through, or hate to break it to folks, but August, September, just right around the corner, they're flying by. But we have to start looking at our lawns, and there are some decisions that need to be made right now, aren't there? Well, yeah, and I mean, normally, in well, I don't know what's normal anymore with the sure. weather. <laughs> um, on average, this is about the time when it starts to get super dry, and we have to make a decision about whether you're going to keep your lawn going through the summer or let it go dormant. Um, the annual gra- or perennial grasses that make up our lawns uh, can go through a dormancy period and then come back in the fall when um, when the temperatures cool and we get more regular rainfall. That hasn't been a, an issue this year. Mm-hmm. So what you need to do is kind of make a decision: Are you going to let it go dormant, and if so, then you have to do that, or are you going to keep up with the watering? And some years that's a real critical decision, but this year not so much because we've had plentiful rainfall this summer as we did last summer. And I believe the summer before. <laughs> I don't know, maybe maybe normal maybe this is the new normal. So but it just it's just something to think about, you know, as we get into the end of July and August, you know, is that something that you're gonna have to consider? Really good stuff. Talking this morning with Lisa Briggs from the Bruce Company. If you have questions for Lisa, she'd love to answer it for you right now at 321-1310. That's 321-1310. We'll get you on the air with Lisa Briggs from the Bruce Company. Don't forget about their website, brucecompany.com. That's brucecompany.com. You can also stop on and say hello at the Middleton Garden Center with Bruce Company right at 2830 Parmenter Street. That's 2830 Parmenter Street. So when we talk lawns, I also think, of course, with, uh, with I know there's, uh, like, uh, some people do the... the uh, 
Memorial Day, Fourth Labor Day mm-hmm. cycle for uh, for, for lawn fertilizer. Care. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What do we need to know right now? Is there are there things we could be planning for there as well? Not really much. I mean, it's it, the weather's a little hot to be putting fertilizer down, and um, you would I would say set your lawnmower blades up a little bit higher. Um, let your grass grow a little bit longer this time of year. Uh, make sure that if you um, if you didn't that your blades are sharp. That becomes an issue now as when you cut. If the blades aren't sharp, it sort of rips at the grass instead of actually cutting it, and so you can get some damage that way, some discoloration. Um, you know, watch out for things. You know, keep keep treating for things like. Uh, crabgrass or uh, creeping charlie and just know though that at the summer heat it's going to take a little bit longer for um for those uh pesticides the herbicides to work they do best when it's cooler and plants are actively growing but now a lot of things are a little bit dormant in the heat they get into sort of a stupor and just kind of sit around. So just make sure that if you are applying anything like a crabgrass killer that you want to give it a week or two before you would decide that you needed to reapply. Very good stuff. Talking this morning with Lisa Briggs from The Bruce Company. If you have a question for Lisa, we'll get you on the air right now at 321-1310. That's 321-1310. And Karen joins us. Karen, welcome to the program. You're on the air with Lisa Briggs from The Bruce Company. Hi, Karen. Spring, and two of them are doing very well, and the other one is dying out in the middle. What huh. is the problem? Um, well, without looking at your site, it's hard to know. Um, you can certainly send photos to us, plantdesk at brucecompany.com. Um, Gallardia, like a full sun location, um, good drainage. Sometimes one spot might be a little bit wetter than the other, even though they're fairly close together and you might think they're the same. I don't know that they're prone to many disease issues. Um, I haven't seen, although I expected a huge powdery mildew year, I haven't seen much powdery mildew yet. So, um, yeah, but send send us some photos so we can take a look at what's going on. It's much easier to figure things out when our eyes are on it. Okay, and what is it again? It's Plant Desk, P-L-A-N-T-D-E-S-K, at BruceCompany.com. Okay, I will send you a picture. Great. Great. Thank you. Great question. You. Great question, Karen. And, and it, it has me wondering, though, with with plants that are typically in the same, you know, they're in generally the same location, um, maybe even bought at the same time. Um, do we see that? That seems to be kind of a, a strange thing that you'd have, you know, three plants side by side and one of them not doing as well as the others. Is is, is Could there be a... I always, I always use the analogy that you have children, right? Yes. And you may treat them all. They eat the same dinner. They live in the same house. They go to bed at the same time. But they're all different. Mm -hmm. Right? And so plants are the same way. You know, one spot might be a little bit lower and hence a little wetter. Or soil might be different from one section of your yard to another. So, you know... Although, in you know, you would think that in general that when you put plants in an area that they're all going to behave the same, that's not always the case. And sometimes, you know, plants for one reason or another just don't do well. Mm-hmm. 
And so it's, but it'll be good for us to see pictures of Karen Scalardia because then we can get a better idea of what's going on. Really good. And that website or that email address is plantdesk at brucecompany.com. That's plantdesk at brucecompany.com. If you have a question for Lisa, maybe you got a busy signal earlier. Now is a great chance. Got a couple of lines open for you at 321-1310. That's 321-1310. You can learn more about the Bruce Company online. Their website, brucecompany.com. That's brucecompany.com. They are on Facebook as well and social media as the Bruce Company. Or again, if you have a question for Lisa, love to get you on the air right now with her at 321 1310. That's 321 We'll continue our conversation with Lisa Briggs from the Bruce Company and take your question next as Everyday Outdoor Living continues right here on 1310 WIBA. WIBA and Everyday Outdoor Living with the Bruce Company hanging out as we do on Monday mornings with Lisa Briggs from the Bruce Company, the website brucecompany.com, Facebook The Bruce Company. Best thing to do, stop on in, say hello right at the Middleton Garden Center of the Bruce Company right at 2830 Parmenter Street. That's 2830 Parmenter Street. If you have a question, love to get you on the air right now at 321-1310. That's 321-1310 here at 1310 WIBA. And Lisa, I'm sending you a video. It may take a little bit, but sending you a video, I I've told you in the past how we handled the Japanese beetle issue at the Pearl Oh, yeah. I had my wife film me last week doing it. I, I hold, I take my chicken like uh, like I'm a, what do they call it, a falconer. Uh, uh-huh. She sits on my forearm, and then I lean into the into where the raspberry bushes are, and I, and I kind of maneuver her around to wherever the beetles are. Just them off? Oh, my God, does she ever, and she loves Okay, so Gail, who yes. works in our, who's our um, manager of our general department, so mm-hmm. lawn and garden stuff grills and birding and all that she said that her son has put a trap by his chickens okay and there's a chute that goes into <laughs> their pen yeah and so as they go Lori's laughing over here as they go into the trap they just fall through the bottomless bag Ooh. and the chicken just eat them <laughs> that's i gotta check that out too because that may be the way to go <laughs> so, isn't that hilarious yeah, i think it's hilarious it's funny uh and chickens absolutely love love and i hear ducks do too according to our facebook page really well that's yes, i don't know a lot of people who keep ducks but there you go. Yeah, that is that is super cool. And there are obviously other options, uh, more uh, you know, what's that require? A little less preparation than uh, than setting up a chicken coop and everything. But you guys do have, and, and that is an important thing, though. Obviously, Japanese beetles and and their infestation the past a few years they can really do a lot of damage. And and as I mentioned, they like our they really like our raspberries, but they yeah, go after beans and stuff. And and that's, they love beans. Um, as far as ornamentals grow, go, they love birch trees, they love lindens, they love roses. Um, a lot of the tropicals, uh, we've heard um, people saying that they're on their dahlia flowers and on their cannas, lots of them on hibiscus. So, yeah, they do some damage. Um, what you have to think about first is whether or not you have... Um, whether or not your plant is providing some edibles, whether for you or for um, for wildlife. And if it's not, then you can certainly apply systemic, which will help. Um, it won't kill the beetles as, you know, as they land on the plant, but they take a bite and then they're sort of poisoned. So it's not a quick thing. 
It's a little late to do that, though. It takes a few weeks for the the pesticide to get into the tissue of the plant. And so basically, if you've got a problem now, you're you're sort of doing things that are reactive and not proactive. So reactive things are spraying them uh, with with either um, chemical pesticides like eight or organic uh, uh, pesticides like um, Captain Jack's or uh, Japanese beetle killer. So those would be considered organics. Um, and then the you know the proactive things you can do are next spring certainly treat your lawn. We had a gentleman in on Saturday who said that he hasn't seen very many of it in his yard, and we all like found some wood to knock on. Mm-hmm. But he has applied milky spore, and he has gotten all of his neighbors to either apply milky spore or to use um, the chemical. Uh, grubicides, which go on your lawn. That's where the Japanese beetles spend a majority of their time. And he said they've seen a huge difference in that. So that's something to consider doing next spring, because I don't think they're going away. Mm -hmm. No, I don't think so either. And and you mentioned, you know, doing a little bit of a neighborhood uh, thing as well. Everybody getting involved. Definitely a way to, to combat those. Don't forget, if you have questions for Lisa, she'd love to answer them for you right now at 321-1310. That's 321-1310. And Debbie joins us. Debbie, you've got a question about your tomato plants. Welcome to the program. Thank you. I am a relatively new gardener, and mm-hmm. I have... I have tomato plants and I have tomatillo plants, and they're just producing a bazillion flowers, just flowers and buds and flowers and buds. And I'm thinking Mm -hmm. there must be a date at some point where those will not be able to develop. They won't have time to develop into fruit. And then maybe there's a point at which they should all be cut off or broken off so that the energy can go to the fruit that's already there well let me ask you a couple things are how much sun are they getting um well there's kind of a big tree there they probably like five hours six hours a day and are they in the ground or are they in pots they're in the ground okay well actually i have some in the ground and i also have some in pots okay so tomatoes need a lot of sun. So we're talking six, eight hours to really mm-hmm. set fruit. So mm-hmm. take your one, you know, the ones that you have in pots that are movable, try to move them or in, in a spot space where they're going to get a little more sun. I would also make sure that your pots that you are, um, that you're watering regularly so they don't dry out. The other thing I would say is that I have found, because I have a super shady yard, and I love tomatoes, and so I've, I have found that, like, smaller tomatoes, cherry tomatoes, and that that kind of thing, you won't get a, a bazillion tomatoes, but I have better luck with them in spaces where there is a little less than optimal sun. Also, Actually, so almost all of mine are, are those, like, grape tomatoes. Oh, good. Okay, good. So... I have also seen that I like mine are hugely tall, like some of them are like nine feet high, and yes. they're just now starting to set fruit. 
So it might be a timing thing as well because we've had some hot days, but we have also not had a ton of sun. We've had a lot of, you know, we had that whole stretch of weather where it was steamy, but it was also raining all the time and it was pretty cloudy. So I think that things just might be a little bit behind this year. So now when you're, are you doing any fertilizing? Uh, I haven't been. You might want to try like a, like, like garden tone or something, giving them a shot of some organic fertilizer that is good for fruit set. Like I, you can use the Espoma products are really good. Uh, I've used garden tone in the past. Um, this year I'm using, um, a veg mix from, uh, happy frog. The Dr. Earth products are really good. So they're granular and you would just put them on the top of the soil around the plants and, and, you know, and then water them in. And those might be really effective at giving you, giving your plants a little bit of of a boost so that they set some fruit. Okay. How often? Um, It depends. Package instructions. So check the package instructions. Um, You know, I have fertilized mine. I fertilized them when I planted them because all mine are in pots. And I think I've fertilized twice since then. So it's not like all the time, okay. but follow the package instructions. Debbie, really good well, question. What about the flowers? Is there a point where they should all be cut off because it's no, just no, you, the I, I, the, the flowers are going to bloom and either they're going to set fruit or not set fruit. Any fruit that you're going to get are going to come from flowers. So you don't want to remove those. Debbie, thanks. Well, I, don't, I don't think... In, I mean, certainly flowers in October are not going to turn into fruit. That's yeah, but I mean. you're... But, right, but, but your tomato plants are annuals, and so I would... You know, you're going to want to let them flower until... Once there's a frost, then the plants are just going to die back. So right. I would say let them flower. There's Especially since you have mostly cherry tomatoes. Those will continue, and if you have um, indeterminate plants like some of the the more heirloom varieties, those are going to continue to flower as they continue to grow. So that's the only place you're going to get fruit. So I wouldn't remove anything. Debbie, really good call this morning. Let's go now to Sue. Sue, welcome to the program. You're on the air with Lisa Briggs from The Bruce Company. Hello. Um, I just wanted to ask, I have a beautiful... uh, several beautiful ornamental grasses, different varieties. And I would like to propagate them myself so I don't have to go out and buy another big clump. How do you propagate them? Because I'm, I, I don't think you can split them in you. But can I, any, how, do, how do I do that at home? Actually, you can split grasses. Um, oh. You would want to do it, you, you'd want to cut them back um, this fall and not let, you know, not let them go to seed. Um, I know a lot of people like to leave their ornamental grasses up so that they can have that, um, the, the, you know, so they can look at that winter interest. Um, I would, uh, you can, you know, if you don't cut them back this fall, cut them back really early. And before they start to come up or just as you see that new grass, the new blades coming up, you can dig them up and split them. Most of those clumps are splittable. Okay, like just rip it so and kind of right down the middle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just make sure that you have a really sharp, flat-edge shovel or a garden knife and just split them in half or in quarters and then spread them out. A lot of new, some, 
some of them will seed quite readily, like the uh, maiden grass will seed quite readily. Um, but a lot of the newer varieties, they're bred to be where the seed is mostly sterile um, or they're hybrids. And so they just, the, the, the seed isn't going to be true to what you had planted. So growing them from seed is difficult unless you have those old, like, you know, like silver feather, maiden grass, some of those older varieties that seed quite readily. But things like, you know, like if you have Carl Forrester, which is a really popular um, ornamental grass that a lot of people have, best way to, to divide that is to split it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Sue, thanks for the call. Great questions this morning. And don't forget, we do this each... Oh, you know, did you notice I was thinking when you said it was Sue? Yes. So all women today, Mm -hmm. all talking about growing things. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Sometimes when it's all guys, it's like pruning (laughs) and killing. (laughs) I know that's a general (laughs) statement, but that's how it usually rolls. And it's... Nice to get the ladies calling. It is nice, and it's very astute and very, very accurate <laughs> observation for sure. She is Lisa Briggs. She comes to us from the Bruce Company. They'd love to see you right at the Middleton Garden Center of the Bruce Company, right at 2830 Parmenter Street. That's 2830 Parmenter Street. By the way, do you guys have any uh, any buckies left? There are a few buckies left, oh. and I know Gail has more in order. Oh, man. So he has been doing quite a tour of the property. Check out our Facebook page, and you can see... All the places that I wheeled on the property. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw one that was hiding in some mulch. So. He was buried. He fell into the mulch pile, yes. <laughs> so cool. Follow the Bruce Company on Facebook, <laughs> online, brucecompany.com. And, of course, as always, stop on in. They'd love to see you right at the Middleton Garden Center with Bruce Company at 2830 Parmenter Street. Lisa, always fun hanging out. You enjoy your day. We'll see you soon. You as well. Lisa Briggs from the Bruce Company. The guys from Troll Bites come your way next year on 1310 W. W-I-B-A. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.